You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right, we're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret, all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. And welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show podcast. I am your host, the Monster, and I'm back after all the crap that I've been through. From out of space. From out of space. Yes. Don't look around now, because you're not welcome here anymore. That's all I know. Why you're just ch- change the locks. Yeah. Just or something like that. Fall for divorce. You will survive. It, it'll be fine. Hey, hey. <laughs> So, as you can hear, Mr. Gene is with me. Hi. Good to be back. Finally. We are back after a kind of a quick little hiatus because, you know, I had things to do. It's called night. Things to watch graduate. <laughs> how was that? It was good. It was good. It was weird looking. The fact that it was your old school and my wife's old school. To see my, my daughter finally graduate from high school is a good feeling no one escapes the city no but it's weird that you know when i don't know if it happened to you but when you go through the graduation one we threw our caps up mm-hmm. they didn't allow that okay fine two the gowns did you get to keep your gown i don't remember i think so okay that's 20 give, years ago right they had to give theirs back like what? You're renting the gown? You rent a tux. Yeah, but that's you, for like an occasion. You're not renting a gown. Look, I still you get your have class my ring. You get your right, and I, I, and I think it was kind of cool because I got to do my um, cosplay for Harry Potter because I still have my graduation <laughs> gown. So it doesn't make sense. You pay all this money, and then it's gone nowhere after that. I don't know. It just seems weird, but changing times. So, but in any case. Um, you know, it was fine. Um, still in the process between branches. I got another week at this one location before I go to my final one, which may... Your final destination. Final destination before that closes. And then I have to go to another branch because that one that I'm assigned to is going to have renovations. So I'm like, I've been kind of like out of the loop and feeling unsettled. Following to the news, Monty. So it'll help organize your life. Yeah. But... The the one thing that has helped, thanks to you, Mr. Gene, was having access to HBO <laughs> and catching up on. I share the misery. Yeah. It's just <laughs> well, well, we'll talk about the, the our feelings about this at length about Game of Thrones. But um, you went through it week by week for this last week. Um, what was your experience about this um, going into well, much the last like season? you? I don't. I'm not a real big Game of Thrones fan. The reason, I mean, it had been going on for like five or six seasons, right? When it suddenly was referenced on NPR, and I was like, hey, they were like, "Winter is coming." I'm like, 
the fuck is that? The f- I don't know what that is. And right. I went to my friend. I was like, Laurie, what, what, what is this? What is coming? She's like, oh, it's Game of Thrones. You should watch it. I'm like, okay. I don't want to watch it, but I will watch it to stay topical. So right. I get what it's like on NPR. Right, because if it's, in, it's on NPR, it's kind of reached a milestone that right. you it, should be aware. Yeah, just pop culture for nerds. Kinda, yeah. You know. You can't ignore it. It's like an education it, of society and culture uh, ongoing. If you have a gap, maybe you want to look into it. Right. Um, so, I mean, I've been kind of like, I've seen it off and on, but like every season, I still, I don't remember who the fuck these people are. Just over 300 characters. It's not your fault. Right. Oh, wait. <laughs> what happened last season? They didn't have recaps on the DVD. I have no idea. Last time on Game of Thrones. <laughs> Last time on Game of Thrones. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's, it's so... And it's not that it's not bad. But one of the lessons you have to take away and, and the kind of bold direction right from the very beginning of season one that Ned Stark <laughs> gets killed off. Well, that's season one. Yeah, see, that's that's episode ten. Right. The, the first episode, when when, when Jamie Lannister pushes pushes Brian, oh, yeah. and then you're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> you're fucking your sister?" And the, oh, okay, just yeah. Well, you know, that's the icing on the cake. All right, I'm I need good. Need to shower. I don't feel clean. <laughs> you know, it was funny to me though, because the thing is that Game of Thrones was such a phenomenon. Yeah. I, I missed it. We I think we both missed the bus. Yeah. But you had certainly you had friends that you knew at least five or six people were like, "I'll watch it with you." You you haven't seen it yet. Come on, let's go. And I, I but I needed that because okay. this show to me was just so. It's like an episode of Breaking Bad. It's dark. It's not nice. And the whole formula behind Game of Thrones, in my opinion, was always that here's a, the characters that we have now. In the background, we'll have some supporting characters. In a little while, we're going to kill the main character you've gotten to know and love, and this supporting characters on the side will suddenly take their place. But it's okay because they'll be naked and they'll we'll do nude position, which you'll, you'll they'll be naked and they'll be talking about things for exposition. And you'll be like, okay, but to do that over and over again, and just the meanness, because it's it, not a kind world, uh, the world of Westeros. It's just, yeah, but mm, fantasy, huh? Okay. And just, I don't know. I, I, I watched it. I enjoyed it at points, but I was, I have to admit that I was happier, uh, at the end of season six and uh, season seven when they outwrote, uh, George R. R. Martin, and it just accelerated. But then we had the final season, which there were a lot of problems with because it didn't fit the original mold, which right. is a lot of what people are upset over now. And you know, and I caught up literally within a week's time, all of season six, seven, and eight. Right. You and I think, for the most part, I thought the finale was fine. And the reason why I said it was fine. Because I couldn't give a crap about what had happened. I was like, okay, it happened. So, and then we, and I kind of joked around. It's like, you know, when we tell someone about something that we care about, a, mm-hmm. a good show, and this and this happened, and I'm like, it sure enough happened, and we got pissed off. And then someone who's a novice to that series, I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was okay. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, you know, I think late in season three, they did the Red Wedding. Yeah. They killed up major characters. Yeah. And then early in the season four, they were like, we have to do the Purple Wedding and kill off Joffrey because, uh, oh, by the way, spoilers if you haven't seen it. The show <laughs> just died, you know. <laughs> we're just talking about it because it's over now. Um, and if you haven't seen it, you well, it's been in the can for a while. So, yeah. Except for that last season. Which, 
we're here to discuss. Uh, but I don't know. You, they knew what they were doing in a weird way. They they knew that because people were really upset at the end of the red wedding. I was upset at the end of the red wedding. I watched it out of you know not within a sequence. Well, I watched it in sequence, but right later you did, you did start it out of sequence. No, did I started it? it late. I started it late. I didn't watch it while I was going on live. But I, even at the end of the red wedding, I was just like, no, I think it was my. I'm sorry, it was my cousin Ralph, if I remember correctly. He started with season three and got into no, the red wedding. And I'm no. like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, I think the characters don't mean as much to you. It's still graphically violent, and um, yeah, and I think it it kept upping the the body count on people that I'm like, no, they're not going to kill them off, and I think that was the 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 principle in which that was the guiding force for that show. You're not going to be able to hold on to things that you like, right? Because it's going to be killed off. This is about survival, and it's brutal. And it's mean, and it's. I would not last long in that world if I had to live that way. No, no. I. I think I just. I think I want to go to the monastery or the library to stay there <laughs> quietly. <laughs> but even that poor Sam Tarley's life isn't very pleasant when he goes over there. But um, but on a note about um, finales, there are shows in which we've watched. And we saw the finales, and some were great, and some were not. So I want to get what your definition of a good series finale would be. Good season finales, a series finales, or season series finales? finales. Good series finales call back upon the original beloved episodes mm-hmm. and bring back old characters or whatever, or gives you payoffs to storylines because that's it. Once this is done, we're not doing this again. Right. You know, but doing callbacks to previous episodes, uh, forming bonds between characters, you know, because it's the last hurrah. So, uh, I guess a perfect series finale is just structurally, I'm guessing, would be kind of like uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. That had a good series finale, I think. Uh, brought back Q, you yeah. know. Yeah, tied did, it in. Brought back Tasha Yar. Yeah. Did a timeline thing, timeline jump thing. Fine. Uh, you survived, and at the end, the senior staff were all playing cards. I think in Riker's quarters, <laughs> and Picard comes in and just like, "Hey, I've just been through a mind fucking event. <laughs> Can I join you?" And he gets welcomed into his his family, right? And it has one of the great, I think, uh, parting lines, you know, mm-hmm. "And the sky's the limit," mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I love that shot of. The poker table overhead, and we go out, out, out of the ship, into the ship, the wide see, shot of the ship, and, and fades into the, whole, the the windows of the ship. And it was, oh my god, it was beautiful. And I think when we were working at Borders, and it was like around Memorial Weekend, I had literally everyone at my house for a barbecue over like a crappy little grill, <laughs> but everyone was there to watch the finale of Star Trek. Next generation. I won tickets. Yeah, I got to see the movie theater. <laughs> wow! I got I, the, the the Miami Museum of Science mm-hmm. had some giveaway, and they sold out of the theater, and got to watch it big and live, and it was nice. I can imagine. Um, my definition is that it wraps up from beginning to end a complete story. Mm-hmm. That this is it. Nothing more is going to happen to kind of leave off like. I wonder whatever happened to them afterwards. Um, because sometimes you try to revisit that, 
Perfect example is MASH. MASH oh. lasted longer than the actual Korean War. And then it was probably one of the best memories that I've had of watching MASH is that opening, uh, that last shot of him. Right, I don't say goodbye. Away. Right. Goodbye. And then the, and, the, and, the right. rocks say goodbye. You're like, oh, exactly. So, so it's very touching. But then I think a year or two later, they did. After MASH. After MASH. Which and then completely no one, crushed everything. Right. So I'm like, no, you, you've done it. And yeah, it would have been nice to kind of follow up with those people, but you, you really didn't care after that. You should wait a little bit if you're right. going to do that, but like not a year. Um, but it, it, if it can give a send-off, something you haven't done before, that makes it memorable, then yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Um, and there are a few exceptions that I, I have a quick list here that I thought um, is really great stuff. One of them, Star Trek Next Generation, all mm-hmm. good things. Top down, a nice bookend to the encounter in Farpoint in which Q was brought back and Tasha's brought back. The, it's and, and, it, and it felt earned. Yes. It felt like you're done. Perfect. Characters yes. have had relationships. Mm-hmm. The, the actors disappear in their roles. Right. Because they know them so well. Uh, and, and there's a, a feeling of finality but hope right. at the end. Um, and you you know that the characters are going to be okay, even though it's the last time you're going to see them. You know they're going to be fine. Right. Although, Breaking Bad also had a great finale, but we knew how <laughs> it was going to end, and was not going to end great for certain people. My question to you is this. Will you ever go back and rewatch Breaking Bad? No, I'm no, not. No, me neither. I, I watched it. I was, I was enthralled by it. I was depressed by it. I remember like, in season three, because my friend had recommended it, he's like, do you know, like it, but oh wait, maybe you won't. Because I do really like happy, positive endings. At, at, at season three, you realize it's not going to be a happy ending. Right. It's not like The Office that you can jump into any episode. I'm like, it's fine. I love it. And Jim gives a look at the camera. <laughs> and you have a good time. There's nothing good about watching <laughs> the series. There are stakes. It, it's, it's, it's very deep and it's rich. And I'm like, I don't want to go back there again. Because you know that it's going to be a downhill slope for him. That character, it's not going to end well because he's going to be—he's dying. Right, he can't—he can't, he can't but survive. He does um, correct certain things. Um, Walter White's. Yeah, his family. I yeah. mean, it, it completely breaks down. Hank gets killed. You're like, oh, this is just right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just... and it's the only one who kind of has a happy ending is Jesse. Kind of, because the woman that he loves. I know. Gets... I know. <laughs> in a heartless scene, you're like, yeah, you know, you got to keep keep cooking for but, us. But I, at least he drove away smiling, <laughs> hoping that, although they're going to, I think, plan to do a Jesse series. So I'm like, well, you know, Jesse's been a friend. You know, he's been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed. Jesse's got it. Never said it. No, but I like Jesse's girl. Kind of, yeah. Anyway, um, we talked about anyway. MASH. It's also a good series. The thing is that... The, I mean, it doesn't matter unless it's a beloved series. You know, a hundred episodes. Like, like, gosh, the, the season finale of Big Bang Theory just happened. I couldn't Did you hear. watch it? No. No. I haven't watched I, it for years. I, I like the show, but it's been going on for so long, I'm like, I don't know. Right. When The Simpsons finally ends. No, that one never Which would never happen. That was I don't a, know if I'm going to take pause and enjoy that. And in our lifetime, now two lifetimes, it hasn't. And it's gonna it's gonna go to Disney streaming, right? <laughs> you, so it lives on forever, right? The cycle of violence will never end. I, I will counter with the whole thing about being beloved, lost, in my book, 
not necessarily beloved, but it was interesting enough that people were like, "What the hell is going on it's with provocative. this?" Provocative, right? It's, 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 but it, but it didn't make sense, right? And that's where then that's where the finale of that episode, uh, in which I recorded my podcast, which I can't find anymore, I'm talking about it and crying because these characters, at the end of the day, are all dead, right? And it didn't have to resolve like. What the hell is a smoke monster? Who is on the island? It left me more questions, just like the, the whole idea of Lost is. There are things you're going to be able to explain and some you can't. So it left things open and that was okay. Then they got away with it. And got because, away with it. Because that was the style of the show. Right. It is a mysterious show. Right. You know? so, but the principal characters, yeah, that's what happened. They're all dead. But they're all together. Did and they die in the plane crash? Yes. Okay. So there's like a group consciousness, kind of a Langoliers kind of thing that slightly like bonds them together right. during their last moments of life on this plane of existence. Just like, you know, when it was like, oh, it was all a dream-ish. Uh, and you were there? And you? And you right, exactly. You. So that's where I'm like, okay, I really dug what they did. It wasn't a great ending, but I'm like, no, it's satisfied enough to be like, no, we're good. And I'm happy the way things So you work. bought into the illusion and, the sh- and it, it, it finished and concluded in a way that satisfied you narratively? Right. Yes. So that's where I'm like, you don't need to worry about a spinoff or whatever happened to... No, they kind of answered those questions along the way. And it was a closed book. Sure, there were some lulls in season, uh, I think, three, because J.J. went off to do whatever. As he does. Right. So, you know, it kind of picked up a bit in season four. And then five was like, we're, we're done, but we're going to close it up. Yeah. Like, like another JD series, yeah. like Alias. Do you remember the end of Alias? Yeah, yeah, season five. Here's half. Yeah. <laughs> Just not going to keep But going. then, you know, add, and added more stuff to the mix. And I'm like, you sure you want to add more stuff? Do you still have an answer to what you did already? And I'm like, so I'm like, it's fine. And I thought it was, again, satisfying to the point that I'm like, I recommend that. Now, now for everyone, so it doesn't have to be beloved because then everyone's going to be like, ah, fuck lost. We talked about this briefly before we did the podcast. New Heart. New Heart. Yeah. Mind you, we, we're showing our age with this, yeah. with this reference. Right. Now, if you don't know what New Heart is. Not, <laughs> if you don't know. Not the Bob New Heart show, which is completely different. Even though it's the exact same actor. Yeah. New Heart is Bob New Heart playing a different role in which he is a hotel uh innkeeper mm-hmm. and basically it's a cast of characters that are kind of weird and quirky like uh the, what's the, the the three brothers i don't know they only put this farley brothers that's not them no, i don't no, no, know no, but it was like uh, i remember the reference but i do not yeah and i'm like names. it's my brother daryl my other brother daryl so it, the whole cast was really fun but what made that series ending memorable was that he gets hit in the head by a golf ball, and he blanks out, and he wakes up in the old Bob Newhart show, the old show with his old wife. And he woke up and talked to his wife for the Bob Newhart show, saying, you know, I had this weird dream and whatever. And it's like, you should wear more sweaters. <laughs> Making reference to the wife he dreamt about on the Newhart show, because all she would wear is sweaters. So it was just a perfect unforeseen ending that I'm like I, I blew me away so I it just pulled it out of their asses and I'm just like 
in such a magical way. I was and, just in so a creative pleased. way. Oh my god, it was so that, that paid you back. Yeah. for your for your fandom of right. the actor, not just one show, but two shows. <laughs> so that's something that oh my god, I could be so impressed by. But on that same token, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. You sure? Yes, like okay. Star Trek Enterprise. Mm, okay. Now, the the uh, the last episode of Enterprise, in which this is Riker's moment of crisis in the Pegasus episode. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to the holodeck, and I'm going to be the chef. That it was always referenced throughout the show, but we've never seen him. Supposedly, it's been Riker all this time. Supposedly. The chef? Yes. Okay. But he's pretending to be the chef anyway. So okay. throughout the whole point, it's always him. So the way it all ends is that Tucker gets killed. Um, and it was just basically a whole disservice for the whole franchise. Did they know they were being canceled at the beginning of their season? I, is that something to talk about, too? I think Shows they had canceled mid-season. Like Angel, where I, you just said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go balls out. Let's do the Godfather ending. Right. Let's do balls out. In this case, they, I think, knew going into season four that it was not going to be working after that. So they gave a lot of fan service. But the finale should have been that kind of fan service that we wanted. We do kind of get the introduction to the Federation, so to speak. But it was garbage. Complete garbage. Well, sometimes creative teams get burned out. I mean, the interesting thing for me is like shows like Mad Men. They're like, just go on for s- just years because the writers are working on it. Like, yeah, we'll come back in two years, maybe three. We right. don't know. Yeah. Just take your time and, yeah, I got this movie deal. Can I do this? No, well, try it, but be able to come back. It's just weird. Right. You know, but th- they were well rested and their, their ending was okay, I guess. The Mad Men. It depends on how, um, who writes for what article because there are some that love the endings and some just like, eh. So I, I liked I, Mad Men at first, but I couldn't keep keep on with it right. to the very end. It, it took too long to finish. Yeah, and I gave up, I think, halfway through second season. But shows do that. Shows go on hiatus for like a long and you and you lose fans. Right, and that's sometimes something it, that happened with Game of Thrones also, is that it took breaks, major breaks in between, like year or the two. The mid season break, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn. Um, but if we're talking about the worst, I can talk about Quantum Leap. How Sam, talking to the bartender who turned out to be God, said that you had the power always to leap home. And you then, know, like Dorothy in her shoes. And then... He never gets home. He never gets home. He never leaps home. I'll never forget, I was with Amada, my ex-fiancee from years ago, a lovely woman. Uh, she'd never seen the end of Quantum Leap. So yeah. finally we had Netflix, it was a new thing. Got to the end of Quantum Leap. And I didn't care for it, but I watched a few episodes with her. But I, I couldn't quite get into it. I understood the right. premise... But at the end, I remember she was screaming, like, no, he doesn't get home. You didn't tell me. Why did you make me watch this? I'm like, I never told you to watch this show. You like this show. It was your thing. I just wanted you to conclude. So he doesn't make it home. Yeah. Do you understand that she was really pissed? I think they did a fan film, though, where he, I think they, he does get home, but that was years later, or some, some fan-based generated uh, thing. It, there seems to be some kind of alternate take, alternate version that's out there. But for not canon. Not quite canon. No. But the problem lied, I think, leading into season five, I think, of Quantum Leap, mm. was that it broke its own rules. 
But you can only jump within your own lifetime. Right. And they broke that rule. Right. And within his ancestral timeline, so he's going back into the Civil War, and I'm like, what? Well, Xena and, and, and the Frozen in Time. And, Don't get me started. And, and, and young Indiana Jones. You want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that really kind of pisses me off. It's like, we're going to keep on going, but then let's do stuff in the future and kind of, no, stop. Just stop. And before it gets worse. And sometimes you get shit like that, that I'm like, it really kicks you in the balls. After all these years, it's still unnerving <laughs> to see that happen. No. Um, another one would be Seinfeld. I know you haven't seen it. Sorry. But I, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not anti-sitcom. I just never no, had time no, I know. to really watch these Because things. it's a big show of that time, you know, the show about nothing, it ended with all the cast members winding up being in jail because of uh, some, a good Samaritan law that they didn't follow. So they were going to trial... And they brought back all these characters from over the years to testify about what they did to them. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know, greatest hits of, of what the past, what, nine seasons were. So instead of flashback episode, right. we have all these characters back right. for we're one making, bit. Right. And they're like, okay, it's fine. But then it ends with them being in jail. And make a reference to a joke that they did about uh, the button, which is a stupid joke. But it, they brought it back. And I think Larry David, who has his own show, yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, basically was just like, "I'm done. I'm, this is I'm, I'm walking away. Yeah, I'm walking away. I don't care what you guys think." Uh, Battlestar Galactica, I think, a good show, not a great series finale. It didn't make sense in the end. I think I, I watched yeah. it. I after season two when they tried to humanize and explain the Cylons, I was like. <laughs> That's the direction you're going. And then it kind of became a little boring because you had this separate race of invaders that they yeah. were, trying, you were trying, trying to make you sympathetic towards, at least to understand the philosophies. It was awkward. But the ending was, no, it was fuck shit. It was terrible. Yeah. Because the idea of like, we're going to kill Starbuck, but she's not dead, but she was dead. And just it emptied out the entire reason that she was there. It was like, right. that's a big plot hole you left open there. That look, yeah, My hand so. goes right through that. Just, <laughs> So that's where I was just kind of like, uh, you, you had a, a great beginning um, and just kind of lost its way. And I'm like, how are we going to end this? Well, we found Earth. Oh, no, that's not Earth because that was destroyed. So we got to find another Earth. Right. Okay. Don't do that. M. Night Shyamalan, don't. No, okay. Now, here's the thing that I, I, I there's two shows that are uh, not really finale-ish. Roseanne was one, and The X-Files. Okay. The reason why I bring that up, because those shows came back after they finished their run. So it's not really done yet. So Roseanne ended her show with um, everything like in Dallas was all a dream that whole season. Like Dan died, this, this, (coughs) and that. And you were like, oh, that's different. Yeah. And it ended very somber note. X-Files, Scully, and Fox... Have a child. Cancer man supposedly is now an Indian living in a cave, and there's a helicopter blowing him out. And I'm like, I, yeah, you I stopped. Jumped the shark a while ago. Yeah, that. and I stopped <laughs> watching for years, but I wanted to finish. Like, okay, let's see how they're going to end this. Fine. And then a couple years later, both shows came back. Roseanne did huge gangbusters, and so did the X Files for a little bit. For the Republican base, sure, both. Yeah. yeah, 
But the X Files also came back for that first. But it was season. not. It was. It wasn't as good. Yeah. The, the ideas that Chris Carter had ruminated on and marinated for years yeah. didn't didn't pan out. It was not as amusing. Right. So it goes back to either stop what you're doing with the finale, satisfy enough, and mm-hmm. don't go back. Whereas Roseanne, um, of course, she went off the rails and she did her thing and then they killed her off. Right. The racist tweeting. Right. And then the Connor is kind of like, sure, okay, so it's and fine. Also, if we, Murphy Brown came back. That was weird. Yeah. but Because I, Trump made president. And yeah. They're like, yeah, we have to say some things. But it, it didn't do what I thought it should do. No. I was kind of fine the way it ended, so it kind of lessens the impact of what you said originally. So is it lighting in a bottle, generally speaking, do you think? Is there that magic time that, that captures the minds of culture, of society, and uh, gives you a different view on it in a presentation? Is that what makes it magic? I mean, many, dozens, hundreds of shows start up every year. Yeah. And I think you, you nailed it where it's like, this is the last time you're going to see these characters, the last time you're going to hear them say anything relevant. Is it something that you can just say, that's it? If it's magical, it stays you forever. But then if you come back and try to recapture that, then you're going to lessen what you just did that was magical. So don't muddy the thing that you created so well. Yeah, but the thing is, that, you know, I mean... Everyone's, everyone's open to the temptation of coming back after a few years. Everyone gets tempted by that, to come back. You know, it's like, do you have anything more to say? Like, we got a, a lot of money, you know, and, and maybe your character has this after growing up after 10 years. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with the Picard show. We're coming back to that. Right. It's like, I don't know if you want to stick a branch in that hole and just see what comes out. It could be bees. Right. could be something nice. Uh, Farscape ended and didn't give a resolution, but they uh, did come back with the key... Peacekeeper Wars, which I liked. That's the thing, though. For season finales, it, it didn't end well because they were canceled, I think, while in production. Right. And then when they did the Peacekeeper Wars, you never see that happen. Right. I've only seen that happen with Farscape and with Serenity. Yeah. Which, uh, Firefly slash Serenity. Right. Which amazing. Amazing finishes. Right. I think. But, but they knew, like, okay, we were canceled prematurely. We're going to get a movie. Let's give it our all. And, and those ended very well, I think, overall. Right. So that's where you have that motivation. Put it all on the line. So right. this is it. The last it. hurrah. You've right. had a few years to rest. You remember how to play the characters? Because we're doing this one more time. <laughs> so going back to the last season of Game of Thrones, um, you know, the big buildup was the Army of the Dead, the Night King. And we did get a, a fantastic hour and a half episode. It much I was, much of you could see. But the funny thing is, I'm fine with it. I, I wasn't really invested in it. I, and I'm, I'm sorry to say that. Again, uh, I watched it with someone. I, I, I had my required adult who, and, and, and book reader who explained things. I'd be like, wait, 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 pause. And <laughs> I need, I need uh, confirmation and, and understanding and, and context. Right. And I, I had that. And that was good. And again, I, I didn't have a problem with Daenerys, with Danny losing her mind because that was her tradition. It was right. in her family line. You know, you're you're lined up with the the Mad King, and that was fine. It happened a little quickly, you so know. The, yeah, <laughs> and it was it, like a twi- a quick turn from like one moment to one next, not over a season that you can see the change coming. It was just kind of like, well, I, this is what may the happen. bells are ringing. I'm on, you're on your flaming dragon. <laughs> You've killed the the soldiers. Now what do you do? Well, and they, they didn't explain that well. They, there was no explanation. Like, okay, well, 
we know that John is now the, the proper heir to the throne. You know, he's not going to share. He can't share. You've been looking for this since you left your foreign lands across the sea, and that's all you've been, been with. Fine, your, your, your interpreter, your best friend, Missandre, was killed, yeah. and then you're upset. Karis, and then, like, that was the thing that's like, because she said, okay, go ahead and burn it all. But you, you should have seen it happen. You should have seen that transformation in her eyes of the, right. the insanity, the, the frustration. But no, you're flying away on a dragon, and the bells ring, and you decide, no, nah, fuck it, I'm going to burn everything. But even that choice was strange, because you still have Cersei alive, who did nothing during season eight, except died in the, in the, in the catacombs, and they clapped with mm-hmm. her, her brother slash lover, Jamie. That was weird. Yeah. There should have been a better conclusion for that storyline. That I agree with. That should have been your main bad guy right. for that. I mean, it, it is Daenerys at the end, but that was your second best. I mean, there was the Night King, Cersei, and Daenerys that you had to defeat. Right. So to that moment, when he was fighting, Jamie was fighting, I forgot the guy's name, who led the, the sea fleet, whatever. <laughs> he was coming in and he into the boat, and he was like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass, whatever. The two right, right. Okay. All right. And he... Boasted about, I put a baby in her, right? Right. And I, and that's the moment that I thought Jamie would have said, "You said to Cersei that that baby was mine, and now I'm being played. I'm really like he's the dumbest Lannister to follow, uh, fall for her, for all the lies that she spins, right? So that he would kill her as revenge for the things that all happened throughout the whole thing." That he felt betrayed by her. For the love that he gave her, that baby is not his. But in reality, it was. Right, it's Jamie's baby. No, I know. But um, it should have played into that wasn't his baby. Because someone just said, he fucked you. And you're like, I don't know when this happened. But isn't he told that, I think, in season seven, that, 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 that Cersei's got a baby? I think Cersei knows. Yeah, but the guy that who leads the fleets to but get the she army. Doesn't, she doesn't sleep with him, I she think. She does. When does that happen? In season seven. All right, all right. Sorry. Okay, when Daenerys goes away to the north, she says, I ain't going. So she sends him to go get right, right. the army that she bought. Uh, so when that happened, he comes back, you know. Right, I mean, he pitches. Yeah, I right. get it. So that's where I'm like, you could have tied the, uh, Jamie and Cersei a little bit better rather than he comes back all the way just to die under it's rubble. still It's still an unsatisfying storyline. I mean, the fact that she... I mean, it, it almost ended well with Jamie. I mean, Jamie knights right. Brienne of Tarth, and that's a magical moment in the second episode. Yes. She deserves that, and she's happy. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she's unfamiliar with emotions. Yes. And suddenly she has sexual awareness, and it's fun. She gets her one night with Jamie, yep. but he leaves her, leaving her broken. It's like, that is not consistent with the theme of this show. It's a little weird. And but the thing is, they're making weird choices. From my understanding, again, I haven't read the books, but Brienne doesn't fight the Hound, but she does in, in the series mm-hmm. because it's more exciting. It's it's cool, and we have all these wonderful set pieces to play against each other. These wonderful actors, and that's fine. But the thing is that, you know, it's dangerous. It is because you're you're playing with, well, you're playing with a book that hasn't been finished yet. <laughs> and 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 look, you, you have a roadmap. And you're kind of saying, well, this is where the logical conclusion is going to be. Mm-hmm. Hence why we get this this battle uh, with the Night King, who throughout the whole series, I don't know what his motivation other than bring winter everywhere. He's a plague. He's, he's, he's a force of nature. Right. An imaginary force of nature in this 
wonderful, magical realism, realistic world right. that just is there. He's coming. Right. But it, that becomes one major battle. So we're exhausted. And now we're off to fight another battle in this last season. So you really have to have a buildup of, if you're going to do something major, <clears throat> let that thing be your major thing for that season and end it. Because in another episode, they're going to go right into another battle, and then... Okay, I so agree. You're right. Much. There should be one one big set of pieces for, per season. You had two this season, and it, it ended too quickly. Right. So okay, I agree. You could have extended the whole thing with Cersei and Daenerys for another season. Ish. So, so that, that's the thing, because let's talk about how, how Game of Thrones actually ended. Yeah. Because to my understanding, the way it happened was that George R. R. Martin, he, he writes slow. That's fine. Yeah. He created this wonderful world, and even after seeing the, the first season, I was like, Lloyd was like, how do you like the show? I'm like, it's, it's amazing. The, the, the world that, that's been created, the world that they filled out, the epicness, um, the characters, the stories, the silence, it's great. Uh, the imagination is amazing, and I'm captivated. You did it so skillfully. The problem was, uh, after a while, after six seasons... They, they, they got to a point where they caught up to the books. Uh, George R. R. Martin was asked, you know, kind of like, how, how long do you think the show should go? Uh, and he's like, ah, 10 seasons. Should, it, it should be done in 10 seasons, I think. But the problem was that he, he, uh, he got outwritten. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Benoff, Benoff and Weiss, yeah. D.B. Weiss, they're the showrunners. They were, they were meeting with him secretly in a hotel room every few weeks to find out what, where the story was going. But then he, they got creative control mm-hmm. and they had to keep going. And they sped it up. Right. Um, and again, HBO would have been happy to give them money for season 10, but they were like, no, no, we can do it in eight. You know, but I think the problem was they cut those seasons short mm-hmm. and they summarized uh, some of the best parts, I think, overall. But th- they weren't written yet. So it's, it's weird. Yeah. But you should have stretched it out. I don't know if they had enough story to fill those 10 seasons. But it, I, I think the. the um it's the pace that they started right from the very beginning was deliberate and slow. And but, I, but for, seasons, for six seasons, I watched it, and I was in pain. No, I so know. many subplots, right. so many characters I didn't care, I care about, but that had to feed the story. Right. Because we, we, we're, we were not quite doing a chapter-by-chapter uh, resuscitation or presentation of the book, but it, it followed the line. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of okay with it being over because it was so draining emotionally to care right. for these characters uh, and, and again you fall in love with these characters these are characters generally good but then they, they die off mm-hmm. they get killed because it's, it's a tough world right I, I don't know I mean I guess I'm okay with it I mean my, my favorite characters are, are what they were uh, I can't remember Varys um Something one that got his eyes. Littlefinger, I love Littlefinger, and no, little Pedro Pascal is not the. No, no, Varys. Varys, yeah, no, he was the character. He's the bald guy. Oh, okay, yes. Peter Pettigrew, Littlefinger, right, right. who yes. gets stabbed, and uh, gosh, who else did I like on that show? A few people, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I never cared for Jon Snow. I didn't care too much about Daenerys. I'm like, okay, that those are just big people. I don't, I don't talk to. I like little yeah. behind the scenes things. But anyway, um, for me. Watching the epicness being being played out, I think was amazing for television. We've never seen literally a book being done in this way. I remember when we used to do 
uh, Stephen King mini TV uh, miniseries, right? Mm-hmm. Like The Stand. Like you can never film that. It's impossible. You can't do that. Lord of the Rings. Um, to do it on this kind of scale over so many seasons, um, and the level of money they in, they pump into every episode is it's unheard of. I think the interesting thing was that you'd watch the, the opening credits of Game of Thrones, and the last episode, the, the credits changed. The astroglave is it's all slightly different. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow, someone's actually paying attention. The people who are doing the credits are like, what happened? All right, we can change that. <laughs> Give us a few weeks. It's like, wait, wait, there's no wall there. No, now there is. <laughs> we'll break the wall. That'll be yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, which is his little plot hole thing that I'm just like, I don't understand what the hell's going on here. Okay. The episode before the actual battle. Mm-hmm. Fourth isn't episode. the Night Watch right there at the wall? Generally speaking. Right. What happened to them? Because it broke down the wall. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the end of season seven, the, the, the ice dragon comes and breaks the wall down. Right. So they're like, oh, something's happening. Right. So um, the uh, wild, wildling guy, the the one, Carmen? Who, yeah, uh, was on top, and I'm like, he doesn't fight them. No, he's you're, you're back, right? So I'm like, so he's just like, I, I ain't touching them. They're just let them go by. They don't want anything with us. But it, it, that didn't make sense either. The the, the Thraki, the, the Thraki need to punish yeah. Jon Snow for killing their queen, right? And then they're just told to leave, and then they just on the honest they leave and. On the honor system. Sure, I'll be the night watch. For what? I don't know. Yeah, you'll never take a wife. You go, like, no, fuck, they're gone. Right. I don't care. I'm going out the door. Bye. I'm going to go out and live in the north. Yeah. yeah I'm just like, that wasn't quite your punishment. Uh, who cares? It, it, it's, it's lame. It, it doesn't quite hold, but yeah. I think at that point, Game of Thrones, people were really upset about the death of Daenerys and the way they were unfulfilled, so I, I don't think it really matters to them. Yeah. They're just angry. Um, and again, I'm not invested into... Well, why are certain characters as well, like Braun being like a three-eyed raven? What exactly is your, your, your deal? Is that you can now time travel or find the truth, whatever that history is. Okay, but... So, if the Night King kills Braun, then he was supposed to be the king, and I, I, I never understood his role... It's a deeper. I think down. it's a deeper mythology that we okay. don't that we don't <laughs> fully understand. Right. And I don't think you need to because again, the the love of the show was not. We, we understand it, but it did not capture us quite as much as right. it and did the rest of. Yeah, I'm most, not sci. I'm, I'm more sci-fi than fantasy. Yeah, but the thing that's interesting to me is that the connection that society had with this show. I mean, mm-hmm. two million people signed that redo it uh, right. petition, but they're no. not going to do that. No, no, no. But it, it hurt people. That's that's the sad thing. Right. And it's like, well, then that's how we've been feeling, like with the last episode of Quantum Leap or Star Trek Enterprise. That's what it feels like. Sometimes you don't get those great endings. Okay, but I don't think I don't think I can remember a case in history where I paid to watch your damn show and you let me down. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> that's a whole I mean, like, different thing. I could say that about Discovery, but I like Discovery. You, if you paid for Discovery, which you didn't, you'd yeah. be like, fuck this. Yeah, I, t- I still say that. Yeah, you still say that. <laughs> Season Regardless. three, yeah. Is it being done yet, G? <laughs> no. How is the Picard show doing? Not that well. <laughs> so fuck this. But I, I, I think it's interesting, though, the way that, I mean, many Game of Thrones people are really hurt by the, by the end of the show. They're like, fuck, I don't care. And it's caused a loss of faith in Benoff and Weiss, because they now have Star Wars. Right. Which, how do we feel about that? Because they didn't, they fucked the, the landing on Game of Thrones, right? And and then and I talked about this um, before. 
I made a comment that, okay, season has now, the whole series is now officially over. Mm-hmm. Before I comment about whether or not the uh, series finale overshadows the rest of the series and make that a, a bomb, I want to judge it for myself. So I binged the whole you, you went six, seven, it, right. eight, and even for the parts I did not like and saw the finale, I think they're really good at what they do. Granted that it was rushed, but I think images-wise, <laughs> like with the hound and meeting the mountain and the two of them fighting, and then later on someone induced lightsabers right, into right. And I'm like, I see that epicness that Star Wars needs to have. Right. And I think if we can feel that bigness... Star Wars can do amazing things with them. Yeah, overall, I think they, they fed you. Yes. And you, you've been eating it for a while. I, I'm sorry you didn't like the last dish. You didn't like the dessert of the dish. <coughs> but we're done. The restaurant's right. closed. You know, it'll be open again in some other form, some variant form, in the future. And you'll come anyway. Yeah. More than likely. You'll forget the betrayal. You know, there'll, there'll be a whole class of new characters with the prequel. And Star Wars, that's going to be years from now. It's going to be three years from now. Right. You'll forget the pain. I don't think it's the Game of Thrones fans or the exact same people that we're watching Star Wars anyway. No, but they are respectable fans. A fandom has has dollars. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, it's not. It's not. But okay, the the backlash that Ryan got for the Last Jedi, and how that halted, which is it, it, that's what invariably it falls upon. Right, and in in possibly halting of his three move deal. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen now. Right. So, I would agree with that move rather than not giving these guys their own three-movie deal. Because, for me, I think they did more than admirable about what they're able to bring to a, a small screen and a small budget mm-hmm. per episode. I think they can do capable things and amazing things more so after what we just saw with Ryan Johnson. So... The problem lies, we don't know anything where this is going to take place, if it's going to be Knights <laughs> of the Old Republic, something well way into the future, but still a long, long, long time ago in the galaxy, far, far away. But we don't know what that is. So the thing is, in the end, that you, you've got is you've got a whole bunch of powerful people that have gotten it done before. Right. Like J.J. Uh, Abrams. Like uh, uh, Michael Bay. Oh, I wouldn't let him near the, the series. You know, just <laughs> creative people that have gotten it done before. Like a James Cameron. Right. Or now Benoff and... Weiss. They've right. done this before. Peter experience. Jackson, you know. Or Peter Jackson, but Peter yeah. Jackson some choices. He's made recently. Oh, The Hobbit. Like, yeah, well, the Hobbit was a big Two letdown. movies, not three. <laughs> yeah, just and, and two was being like, okay, I know the Hobbit uh, credits no longer to be. Yeah, All right, yeah. fine. Go ahead. But yeah. Lord of the Rings, I can watch more. Extended stuff and be satisfied with it. But that's the thing. I mean, the creative people make choices. I mean, I couldn't right. believe in the original, the first Hobbit movie, the first Hobbit movie I watched. I'm like, they're singing. Yeah. That part is in the fucking book. You're paying real close homage to that, but it's too close. You've come too close to the page now. Well, it's more like, well, we got to fill the screen. So we're going, going paragraph by paragraph, chapter by chapter. Hands off your audience. So I don't know. But it, I, I think overall it's okay. It's 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 the progression of, of of online television. You know, it is the end of an era for that show, right? And there'll be something else to fill its place, right? Within the d- next day or so, which leads into the next conversation. What will be the next big thing? Now, Disney streaming. Well, that 
is one thing. No, I'm just talking about like Mandalorian. Shows. <laughs> no, I'm talking about shows that are going to be the thing that people want to see. Uh, but we'll stick on Game of Thrones. There was talk about possibly a sequel. Right now, no. No, people that are too outraged right now. Right. But a prequel, casting already is picked. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be about a thousand years before Game of Thrones. Which is in the books. Right. There's background for that. So, That's fine. And then hopefully we'll get some answers about the Night King. That will be interesting to kind of delve into. I think the key with that is put it a time that's so distant away, but that pays homage right. to the current series. Prequels never work really well. Generally speaking, it's initially, always a mistake. Initially. Because when you do something later on, you're like, ah, oh, the prequels are not that bad. Hence, like the Star Wars ones. No one Star Wars prequels didn't work. The only prequel that worked for that was Rogue One. I know. In my opinion. Which is like. Compared to what's been happening now, people will say, you know what? The prequels are not that bad. Even Attack of the Clones and and, uh, the Phantom Menace are not that bad compared to The Last Jedi. It's like an old wine. It's it's a crappy (laughs) wine at the time, but then with age, you learn to appreciate the little nuances in it. And that's fine because now we're in, a, in an age now where we're not children anymore. And, and get, getting that magic, that feeling of magic, of, of, of being safe, of, mm-hmm. of that wonderment of magic, it doesn't happen anymore at our age now too much because there's nothing that's perfect. There are moments, there are photographs in every movie and every creative production created. Yeah. You're like, that's amazing. Right. That, the scene where, where you know, Captain America and like, the Avengers Endgame has Mjolnir. You waited for that shot mm-hmm. for years. And yet when it happens, it's a moment of complete disbelief, yes. and yet it's been earned, so you're fine with it. Even though I still look at that and go, wait, what the fuck? Still throws me off. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Daenerys had three dragons, and then, like, within a couple episodes, two, two of them get killed off, <laughs> and I'm like, look, I understand they're her children, but the problem lies is just, like, the dragon scenes that I've been wanting to see, I, I'm loving the dragon carnage. But where's no. Pete? No, sorry, it's terrible. <laughs> because it's fantastically done. It's beautiful. And I. That's the kind of stuff that I would love to see more of. But they kind of held it almost to like the last season. CGI is expensive. I know it is. Especially. And what's even more impressive is watching Daenerys when the dragon is moving and she's also moving. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, awkward, it's seamless. And it's not like when we see like the special edition of A New Hope, <laughs> where you see that dewback and the stormtrooper riding in. It's kind of awkward. Don't even talk to me about that. <laughs> the special edition movies are so terrible now. They do not age well at all. Han stepping over the tail of right. Dab- Oh, my God. Why? We watched it on the big screen. We paid for that. Yes, we did. And we bought and it. And we're paying for it now. It's just, yeah. <laughs> just, oh, the credibility on that. Oh. Yeah. So, you know... The, the, it, it was fantastic for me on that level because seeing that kind of thing, not since the Dragon Slayer that Disney did. Oh, my God. That movie back in the 80s, which, honestly, no, no, there's another Dragon movie that uh, Christopher, Christian Bale was in. Right, right. Heart of, uh, Realm of, of the Fire. Realm of Fire, that's it. Oh, my God. That's another great uh, Dragon movie. But, I've seen it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. We, we've talked about this, Gene. Now that I found out that you haven't watched Krull, I'm so pissed off at you. <laughs> like, God damn it, Gene. Really? Okay. I can still be a fan of sci-fi. I, lose I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I may have to resend your, your gate card on this. All right. So, um, so the sequel is in the works. 
So forget about the pre uh, the sequels, but prequel is in the works. Uh, I think it's on hold now. I just just to let let things die down. Yeah. Just like the whole James Gunn thing. Like yeah. we're yeah, just we don't, we don't need to see our, the <laughs> where in the world is Arya Stark now. That's not going to happen. Um, but I'm glad of all the characters. Her character arc, she gets a kill. The Night King. The Night King, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> compared to what she started off as, it's fantastic. But, I mean, her growth, I mean, the, the man without a face, the, mm-hmm. her teaching as an assassin, that's awesome. Yeah. I think they over overdid her slightly, but it's okay. You need a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, so, with HBO, they're planning to do the next big series, which is kind of a remake-ish of The Golden Compass. So, it's his dark materials. So, the Philip Pullman... Mm-hmm. His trilogy books are going to be adapted to the big screen. So they had a trailer for that right after uh, Game of Thrones ended, and uh, I don't know uh, if I want to see the Golden Compass again, but that's a thing that's going to happen. It's but it may or may not catch. I mean, the the, the weird thing about that is fine. It's a, it's an HBO invested show. Yeah, that's fine if you're subscribed to it or if you like it. Things they they tried the Golden Compass before, just like they tried Ender's Game, just like they tried so many other series, like right. Mortal Compass, all these things. Will it catch? Who knows? It's a gamble. Right. But it, it'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll catch a certain amount of people in their audience because I don't know HBO, but it's the whole what networks have to do now. You right. know, they have to make uh, something big. To and they, they they can they there's some room to miss a little bit. but yeah. Don't miss. Yeah. Watchmen is the next big thing that is coming out. In which it's kind of playing in that universe, but not necessarily a sequel. And I don't know who I heard this from, and I kind of understood that point, and I kind of liked it, is if Rorschach left his journal behind Mm -hmm. for that that newspaper, it's Rorschach's version of events not necessarily of what happened in the book itself. So you can kind of tweak and play around with that version in his mind what had happened. And that's fine. The, the question for me is, though, I, I wonder how many people out there, and it, it may or may not be relevant, realize that like Watchmen is a DC property, but it's not in the main DC universe, which is strange. It is now. They are crossing right. it over now, which they is are. strange. Yeah. And, and amazing to me that it's, it's all connected. It's all coming back to you. But I'm not sure how that's going to go down because it's kind of what are they? Are they making like Doctor Manhattan kind of like a celestial thing? I've been, I've been keeping track of it a little bit. From right, the distance, it's, but it's, I was like, like he's beyond the multiverse. Ooh, you got to put him in. Just you just got to fit right in there. Just real yeah. careful there because so. he's he's such an uh, an omnipotent kind of force. Right, and you have plenty of other characters to do the exact same thing. But it's kind of interesting how like sure let's make this the thing that we needed to have anyway because DC's. Needs to have a win, considering what's going on. DC does deserve a win, and yeah. you got one with, with Aquaman. Yeah, but hopefully you'll get it again June fifth, two thousand twenty, uh, with Wonder Woman when that comes. Yeah, back. I mean well, that's a separate podcast. I know. I'm not going to get into that because <laughs> <laughs> my heart's broken. Um, so Netflix uh, had the trailer for The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. That's coming out in the August 30th. And that's fun. That's easy to do. Yeah. Because you can just show that, and then it's a prequel. And then if you like it, you can go back and check the original out. Right. It's just one and done. Yeah. I'm good with what they showed, because I love that world that Jim Henson created, 
and it looked even better what they did. So as long as they get Trevor Horn, who is the original composer, this is just my thing, to do the score, I don't even know if he's still alive. But if they play into the soundtrack from that Dark Crystal movie, then I'm all in. So, you were just looking for that one moment of the opening credits where the music plays and you're in. Well, yeah. it'll, it'll put you more in your comfort yeah. zone anyway. So it's one of the rare times that actually a fantasy movie like that makes me the thing that I love. So I was happy about that. Uh, but again, it's Jim Henson. So whatever he does, well, it was much. Jim Henson. This yeah. is a production company. Yeah, and it was him too. Yeah, run by Brian Henson, who's now. Yeah. Doing what do you do? Uh, Happy Time Murders? Yeah, yeah, wasn't that fun? Yeah, but you liked it. I did. I was surprised <laughs> that I did. And I was like, I was, yeah, I liked yeah. it enough that I'm like, okay, 20 I can minutes. See why Gene likes it, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I want to laugh too, but I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, Witcher, The Witcher, which is Henry Cavill's series based on a video game. Based on a video game. Um, that's also going to get eight episodes. So we're looking at you know something, another hit possibly for for Netflix. Um, I mean, not to say that, you know, Henry Cavill is not a name, but, you know. He doesn't he, deserve A-list money, I don't think. And after this Witcher thing, I, I, but the thing is, I think he made the right choice. Yes. Because the DCU now is not thriving. Right. If it had been, you know. Then, right. We okay. would have had uh, Matthew Vaughn for Man of Steel 2, like he originally planned to. But that's, you know, for another podcast, goddammit. <laughs> for for an, a more aggravating, yeah. passion-filled podcast in the yeah. future. Uh, a lot more swearing in that one. Uh, Amazon is going to do a prequel series for The Lord of the Rings. Okay, so much like, okay, we have the books, and as far as we know, the only prequel to Lord of the Rings is The Hobbit. So this is a prequel prequel. I don't know. It, it'll, whatever, right. it's a streaming service. Right. It doesn't matter if it does well or not. It, right, it, well, in, 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 in their problem i mean the thing for me is interesting to me is like they they did it they did a show they, they had their their series of pilots they did a zombie land yeah pilot that didn't they didn't hit and now they're doing zombie land in the movies i yeah. think i'm like all right so whatever i don't know what's going on but yeah um so this will take place 3441 years prior to the fellowship of the king i'm sorry fellowship of the ring so all right but the story behind that deal was that Amazon paid them $250 million for the rights mm -hmm. from the estate. They had to go into production within a couple of years, but this was already happening from 2017. So, I mean, they have to be already in production by the end of this year, if not early next year. And then they committed themselves for five seasons worth of storytelling. I'm not sure that's going to work out, but good luck to them. <coughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, another possibility the pilot still is being worked on is the Dark Tower series, not the movie. Which we saw, I saw. You didn't I see couldn't that. get through it. At the first ten minutes, I'm just like, oh fuck this, I'm done. It just scratches the surface. Yeah, and, and does a poor job with it. But it's, yeah, whatever. Just so have, uh, Matthew McConaughey, here's your paycheck. Yeah, and it's, it's not as if that Stephen King's stories are not good. I liked um, the many series that he has done. Uh, the um, the Dome was another one. Under the Dome that CBS had for three seasons. I got through two of them. I'm kind of like lost the, the interest after that. But they're good. I think Dark Tower may qualify because it's like eight or nine books in that series. I, if they can pull that off, 
that I think will be an amazing thing to see. So, but again, I haven't read it, but I know there's a, a fan base for that. But I always think it's interesting that 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 when you do a show or a series and it gets you to read the source material, right? That's amazing. Like I, I recently watched the Hulu Catch Twenty Two right thing, yep. and I liked it enough to like, you know what? I'm going to pick up this book and try and get through this. Mm-hmm. I don't do that very often, but the inspiration that that capturing of the imagination, right? That like, well, you like that? Let's try the book. Generally speaking, the series is better, but uh, I'll you know I'll try it. Okay. All right, so let's move on to Disney Plus. So the first thing that's coming out of the gate is the, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Can't wait for that. So that in itself, uh, ten episodes uh, being produced by John Favreau. Taika uh, is directing. So many people coming back. From Bryce Dallas Howard also is doing it. Uh, Sorry, no, go, go just ahead. on an off note. Jessica Jones, when that comes about the final season, uh, Kristen Ritter directed an episode. She's so proud. Yeah. They did a commercial for that. I was like, good for you. No one's going to watch it too much, but okay, good for you anyway. But sure. yeah, I, I, I don't... Disney streaming is going to come out well. The marketing on that is amazing. Right. The fact that they're not... You know, we're not going to Hall H. No, no, we'll do everything at the D23. Right. And then we'll just set that up. In August, we're doing D23. And then in November, we're going to kill with that streaming right. network. And it's going to knock everything off out of the park. Yeah, because one, that comes out, and all the licensing deals that Netflix had, it's going to go away, and then the shit's going to hit the fan. It's such a, it's such a juggernaut. Disney, just, Disney does not miss. Disney does not forget. Yeah. You know? So, but um, it's definitely going to be something I'm excited for, excited for, just because seeing the preview, um, seeing IG-88, Shooting in, in, in the live action series. Oh my you god! Never, you never played the the, the Shadows of the Empire. No, game. I never did. No, I know. But okay. I mean, the only closest thing that I got to see, like IG eighty eight, other than Empire, was in the Clone Wars, in which you do see multiple IG eighty eight. So I'm like, so I'm like, God damn, this is fucking good. It'll feed you, yes. it, it, and you, it'll for a moment they'll be like, you'll be like, ah, oh. hey, by the way, have <laughs> you caught up on Rebels yet? No, I still, I that's on my list. Season three is on my literally on my desktop. All right. I have all the episodes downloaded because I can't get it on Hulu. Right. So I'm like, God damn it. Um, FX is going to have the, Why the, Brian, the Last... The Bill Bryson? No. no. Why the Last Man. The what? Sorry. Why the Last Man. Oh. That, so that one is kind of... Oh, okay, I got it. Has had problems. So we don't know about um, the showrunner leaving, I think, during yeah. production. So... If it comes out, we're not going to see it until 2020. But you love the series. I do. Um, I know. I have to read it. And Saga. And Saga. I mean, these are independent. They're all written by I Brian know. K. Vaughn. Oh, I know. But even Saga's coming to an end. Now, that I would be interested to see a TV series You on. can't do that. Not yet. Well, he doesn't want one. He's always said, I don't want to do merchandising. But there's now merchandising. You got me a damn sticker that has Lion Cat on it. I, I know. So <laughs> I'm looking, It's looking at me. I and know. Pop Figures. That have lying cats. I and have a few uh, of those. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, never say never. All right. So, moving on. Again. Moving on again. Apple Plus. Maybe I might get it. Only because uh, what came out during the WWDC, which is the, the, the developers conference that Apple did just this, re- this past week, they had a trailer for a series that Ron Moore did for Basil Galactica right, yes. and wrote for a Star Trek the Next Generation. And whiskey, yes. Uh, for all mankind. So basically, 
the trailer starts off, if you haven't seen it, basically it's the telling of the first landing on the moon. And then everyone around the world is watching this until you see the unfurling of the, 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 the Russian flag on the moon. So it's kind of like a weird alternate timeline. timeline. Man but in the High Castle kind of thing? Ish. But it's like then we're still continuing that space race. Then the U.S. plays catch up and then we're continuing and we're space not Force. Stopped. We're doing the Space Not Force. Space Force. That's a, that's a whole different TV series that Steve Carell is planning to do with the producers of The Office. Oh and if gosh. they do that right, I will be so hysterical in watching that. Because when I was cleaning, uh, no, no, pairing my socks, I went through almost like two seasons pairing socks, watching The Office again for the third time. And I can be happy with that. And that's another good ending for that show. You like comedy teams. Yes. Um... But for all mankind, I think is going to be a, a good fit for something that's going to catch our attention. There is another series that I haven't heard, but I just came across this. It's called C. Mm-hmm. S-E-E. This has to do, and I don't know the plot line, but it has to do with a sightless race. Jason Momoa is in this. Okay. Alfre Woodward is in this. But basically, after the devastation of the apocalypse, whatever, we've become blind. We still thrive, but we now are immune to sight. So I don't think they're having, like, you know, bird box, and they'll have blindfolds, but it's more like they are not able to see the world around them anymore. There's so many, there's so many things going on. So this is just a pick your, no, your next top American model kind of thing? Kind of. You know, be fierce on the runway or something like that. So that's where... There's plenty. This is just the stuff that I just thought this may be the next big thing down the road. And for all we know, it may not be any of that. It's something completely different. So, but I'm just glad that, you know, we saw this in you more than me in relative time to where it all hits. I I have to admit, I, I was shocked and a little surprised the way that when Game of Thrones came out, the way, the way that. They would spoil everything. No one cared. Yeah. It was, it was, that was sad that there was no, you know, Endgame comes out, Solo comes out. There's a, there's a, you get a week. We won't talk about it for a week. But the thing is that with Game of Thrones, I don't know if they should have just released everything at once. That might have, the bingeable quality might have been better. But you had, the thing is that would, that would lessen the, the dramatic tension with it. Right. But I don't know because the way that it would come out on Sunday and people would be talking about it on Monday, it'd be spoiled by, by, by Sunday night. It was over. Right. Before that. And, and if you didn't have HBO, and I didn't have HBO at the time, uh, you, you were done. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Um, but I, I'm glad I did get to watch the fifth or sixth episode in real time. That was fine. Yeah. I will say, and if this person is listening. Pox. <laughs> <laughs> a pox so upon I you. I avoided as much as I could about any spoilers. Going into season six, seven, and eight. And I made it through that week pretty much unscathed. Nothing know that I knew that was going to happen. Until, like, literally I'm watching the last episode. And in between the last episode. And then someone that at work, who shall remain late, nameless. <clears throat> again. Says, oh, so-and-so stabs so-and-so. And I'm like, What? I haven't seen the finale. 
And she thought that this already happened uh, prior. So I always give her dirty looks as I'm walking by just to kind of remind her, you ruined the thing that I was watching that no internet site was able to do. So this one person just blabbed it you out. You try to avoid things that, you, that, that are inevitably impossible to avoid. I want to see no trailers for this movie. That's fine, but you're going to see six movies in the movie theater before and then, that movie comes out. And, that and it's come gonna, out. you're going to see, right. right. And I'm like, that is a foolish endeavor. I tried, and I came close a couple of times until I'm like, oh, God damn it, forget it. It's not going to work. It doesn't work with summer blockbusters. Yeah. But, you know. So, for the most part, except for that one moment, it still hit me hard. After all that, that moment was hard. After all the violence and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it was an emotional scene. And then I saw the, the table read in which... Right, right. Uh, you should watch the, the, that end documentary. That's right. right. I will. For that. But, you know, watching his reaction, she was like, what? I'm stabbing her? And immediately so cross is like, yep. Yep, you yep, did. Yep, you yep. did. <laughs> I love Sophie Turner's reaction. They're like, oh, then that happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, and then prior to that, um, the guy who played uh, the ball cut guy. Varys. Varys. Um, he's reading the script. This is right before he's going to be executed. Right. It's he like, closes it. He just right, he it, tosses it. <laughs> puts his arm back. Yep, I'm dead. And then everyone's like, You were betrayed. Like, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, and then like, Chris. Yeah, okay. Like, I fall so fast. Like, fuck, I'm done. I always thought it was funny the way that, that supposedly at the, at the Game of Thrones uh, closer, yeah. they, they'd give gifts to people who were leaving the show the next season. Right. And they were all scared, like, oh, I got a gift. I got a... <laughs> but they'd be so excited when they didn't get a gift at right. the end of the show. The, the well, it's it's like the show. Talking Dead. You know, if that person shows up on Talking Dead, well, you know, they're dead. So, All right. So I think we, we talked enough, and it was a good topic. We haven't done this in a while, but, you know, we, we said that this is something we could not discuss. We had to, you know, it's not in our genre yeah it it is a, a moment in time that is topical that is impactful for pop culture society and and just it was cool it was it was a moment that, that cannot be ignored yeah now would you buy the action figure no not even no one. no i you know i haven't seen the Arya stark action figure ever and i've looked for it i've seen the yeah. john snow the Dakaris figure the uh night king figure i, I haven't seen the Arya stark which is good for her i guess i don't yeah. know I know there's a lot of weird Maisie Williams fan. I don't. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go out and get, you know, Game of Thrones uh, T-shirts, books, toys. It, it missed us. Do you have, do you have any uh, Fellowship of the Ring toys or anything? Because that was, that was quite a, a line no. of figures and stuff. Any, any merchandise you have from that? Um, it, it, and maybe one or two action figures. Yeah, me too. Not... Nah, not, not my genre, not yeah. <laughs> and and how many Marvel, Marvel DCU fans or figures do you have? Marvel DCU. Yeah, I've got quite a few of those. Yeah, too many. Yeah. But again, if, when you're invested in something, and if it doesn't hit the mark the way you thought it would, it hits you harder. And so the Game of Thrones fans felt it hit them harder than us, the casual viewers. So. Yes. All right, so I think we're done for today's podcast. So, Mr. Jane, thank you. An honor and a privilege to so, uh, talk to you all. And uh, on that note, you can, again, as always, follow me on the various social networks. You can always email us at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. So please send anything you'd like to talk about. Any questions, comments, 
origami requests, whatever. Or something you want us to talk about so you can feel like you're listen, being listened to. Anything except cooking. That's a separate, separate topic. Anyway. Alright, so on that note, thank you for listening to us on the Monster Sci-Fi Show podcast. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.